Joe podcast. This is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. Bruce here, kind of in the shot. It's lazy time. It's time. It's time to relax. He's like, yeah, let's do it. The Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. So glad that you are here enjoying the show. Uh, my neighbor, um, the Alleluia family, they are absolutely fantastic. Some of my favorite people on the planet. Um, they really follow the rules because um, they say, you know, today is, you know, an ozone action day. You're not supposed to run your lawnmower in the heat of the day. And I don't think, I think I've discovered the one person who actually abides by that. Because at 7 a.m., dude fired up the riding lawnmower. And I'm like, what the heck? And, uh, you know, it might just be because it's, you know, temperatures only in the 60s. Um, but it makes sense to do it at that time. That He is so much better than I am, my neighbor. And I... um. I was uh, doing some some uh, some work, I guess, in front of the house today. And the whole time I'm thinking, man, if he sees me doing this, he's going to be like, what are you doing? You're going to hurt yourself. And I'm like, yeah, I know. You're, you're, he's a lot. He's really fantastic. I actually kind of strive to be him. His name's Brian. Brian Alleluia is his name. And um, nicest guy in the world. But the fact that he's on the mower at 7 a.m., He's a school principal. I think he works all year, though. So you might think he's like, ah, he's got the summer off. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he's one of these principals that goes all year long. But, uh, yeah, he had the thing fired up. And, um, but it's one of those really, really loud mowers. Okay? It's a rider that has, I think, a 440 cubic inch motor with a... Uh, uh, a four barrel carburetor on it. And the, it, it isn't so much when it's riding, it's when he engages that blade and you hear that thing whip up. It's so damn loud. People's mowers. I sound like I'm 95 years old. Your, your mower is too loud. Can you turn your mower down? Seriously, this has been affecting me a lot lately. I talked about this before. The uh, level of volume on these things is intense. That and um, uh, blowers. You know, when people blow off their driveway, I, I just can't handle it. It goes right to my brain. It's so damn loud. I just hate it. Um, makes a, uh, uh, a point for those elect- electric mowers. You see, this? everybody's got an electric mower now. Well, not everybody, but I've, I'm seeing those more and more. Uh, people are falling for that scam about you got to have an electric uh, uh, piece of equipment. It's like, you know... I don't know. Yes, that would be a lot less noisy, but uh, I was at the uh, hardware store yesterday and it's uh, $5,900 for a zero turn riding lawnmower. And uh, it's called like Eco Cut or something like that. And uh, it's gray and green. It looks like something out of a Marvel movie. 
And uh, then right next to it is an identical mower. Does the exact same job. Uh, gasoline costs $2,000 less. Now, I'm going to get the gas every time. Because, you know, how much does it cost me to mow my lawn in gasoline every single time? Like, if you were to spread out the life of a riding zero-turn radius uh, lawnmower, and, um, and, and how much does it cost per cut in gas and oil? And how much does the eco-green Marvel movie uh, one cost me? Uh, in, in energy. It's a little weird. Um, so I, I add up these costs and I compare. So I, I don't know, man. I can't see myself, um, you know, with $2,000 less for the mower. That I think it's a wash. I let, Let's just say at the end of the day, it's not going to be any real savings. I'm really convinced that this uh, electric vehicle, electric equipment phase is going to drop eventually. And then everybody's going to be like, oh, fuck. If you waved a magic wand and every single person in the United States had an EV, electric vehicle, I am convinced, well, I actually have a source who works at Consumers Energy, he said the grid would not be able to handle it. Hell, during a hot summer day like today, you see warnings from the energy company saying, yeah, we're doing the old rolling brownout today because everybody's running their air conditioning. So if we're all charging our stupid vehicles, think about that. You know, I just, uh, I'm convinced that uh, long-term, we don't have the uh, infrastructure set up in the United States to charge all these vehicles. Now, that's fallacy. We're not going to wave a magic wand and everybody's going to have an electric vehicle. So, but if, if they could, if everybody did have an EV, which a lot of people wish was happening, we're not set up for that shit. If you were to go on a trip and you travel for uh, however long a charge will take you and then you pull over and you go, all right, it's time to charge the car. First of all, that's going to take you about 20, 25 minutes on a quick charge. And that's expensive too, by the way. I'm pretty sure it's not as expensive as buying gasoline, but the trade-off is you swipe your card on the charger, you plug your car into the thing, and then you got to wait. So fuck that. That's ridiculous. You know, I don't want to do that shit. You're going to hate that. And then you're banking on everywhere you go, there's going to be these charging stations. They're nowhere. Are you telling me that if you go up to Oscoda or Tawas or Houghton Lake or Grayling, those fucking hillbillies, there's no way there's going to be a charging station up there. If there is, they're going to destroy it because they're going to protest. 
That's the way they are. So this is ridiculous to even suggest that we will have the infrastructure to ever, ever supply uh, all of the power needs for people who have EVs. Okay, so then you get your uh, your your Elon Musk electric truck or your stupid Ford or your stupid Chevy truck and you tow your boat and then you're at the dock and then you run out of power. What the fuck are you going to do? This is a horrible idea. I'm not just saying this because I've had a, a hybrid car for a long period of time, but why, if you're going to do anything, do it like that. Uh, put a motor on there, ding dong, and then, uh, charge the car with your hybrid car. So I am, uh, you know, and I, I, I see there's a comment right there from the multi-talented Megan. I, I think it's time to bring her in and get her opinion on the whole thing. Bet you wish you hadn't said a word, huh? Hey, what did you just walk into? <laughs> I heard that the the people in Grayling are going to protest and tear down all of the EV charging stations. Okay. And <laughs> yeah, so I'm just not convinced that um, that this is going to be sustainable. You know, I think that it can be sustainable in some areas, but I agree that there are some parts of the country and the world that it is not going to be an option. I think there are going to be some areas that are going to absolutely eat it up and love it. So um, there are some, I, I I think there are going to be some places that absolutely love it. And yeah, I, okay. I, yeah, I and, agree with you. And I can, some places, yeah, some and places, no. And I can live with that as long yeah. as, as long as the people that um, pull the strings in this country don't, um, don't expect this to be, uh, widely accepted you know I, as long as it's just an option well i'm not going to get into the politics of it but i promise to keep irvine's auto repair and grand rapids hybrid and ev afloat so i can fix all of the cars okay but i will not get yes. into the politics i i i you know what good good choice you you are you are a seasoned veteran you really are well i just uh know not to get where i don't belong <laughs> which is politics um, okay, so uh, 95 degrees. Uh, what's on the uh, table for Megan today? Uh, keeping the kids cool? Keeping, no, uh, I mean, what what are we doing today as a mother of, of young kids? I am working full time. Oh. I am working 40 hours a week. I have a nanny at home. Hayden, um, my daughter Hayden, has some special needs, and it turns out that her mother with ADHD and anxiety is not the person to be home with her, taking okay. care of her full time. Yes. Um, so I have come to that realization lately, which was hard. Um, so I'm working full time and then I'm headed down to Van Ando, which is like turned into my second job, slinging beer um, for the Kirk Franklin Christian concert. You're uh, working the concession stand, which the way the arena does it, they have volunteer help, which earns money for whatever um, um, resource yeah. that you're working for. That's, that's really fantastic. Yeah. So like, that's kind of like my second job because, baseball is very expensive and we're headed to Cooperstown next year for yeah. um, our baseball team. So, when you're, when you're yeah. selling beer at the arena, occasionally you have to put up with a cranky person. Have you had to encounter that yet? 
Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, my. But I'm super charming, so it's okay. Oh, yeah, you just you just smile and bat your eyes, and they're like, all right, mm-hmm. she's... I better, I better just get out of here. I, I, you know what? I would do the same thing. But who, who yeah. in their right mind would lose their mind over a beer? You know, many people. Yeah, but you know who's, you know who has been the best crowd so far and the best tippers as the Slipknot concert goers. They have been so, they were so fun. Really? Yeah, that's so much fun. Yeah, that's you know, uh, uh, beating back a stereotype. You know, I mean, people might think that they're just a bunch of animals. But they're not, no, they, huh? Or they, or they, they weren't. Super fun. <laughs> that is so cool. So yeah. okay, all right. Well, enjoy your busy day, and uh, I'll talk that. to you soon. Okay. All right. Hey, all right. have a great one. I'll yes, ma'am. Bye. See ya. There's Megan. I like how she dances around my 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 stupid take. But I I think it's true though um, that for some people it will be a fantastic thing. Like if I had um, set up EV here. So that I could plug in my car, charge it. Um, I would consider it just because I don't, you know, just driving around here to the freaking grocery store. That's one thing. But I, in the long run, though, I'm, I'm concerned about how much um, I would be saving if, I'm, if I paid that much for an electric vehicle. Um, at the end of the day... Is my savings really that great because I've paid so much more for the actual product and for the home infrastructure to support it? And then there's the idea of, you know, when you're done with that car, that battery is in uh, is an environmental nightmare. So I don't know, man. Just things I'm bringing up. But Megan will fix them if you do happen to. I love the hybrid concept because, you know, that fucking thing, it, um, the braking system and the motor powers it, uh, charges the battery on its own. And I like to, if you go slow enough, which, you know, I love to do, you can ride only on battery power for a significant amount of time. Now you're only doing 20 miles an hour, which really, really pisses people off. But I've got, I've got this figured out. First of all, when you get done driving this hybrid, it's an accord. There's um, a ranking system. If you get one leaf, you're an asshole. If you get two green leaves, leaves, you're, not bad if you get three green leaves you are an eco warrior and when i started driving this car i was only getting one leaf and now regularly i get full three full green leaves leaves why do i keep fucking that up so that's awesome and um you know i'm damn near 50 miles per gallon of gas now i'm at 20 miles an hour in a 50 mile an hour zone all right. And uh, so if someone's behind me, I then reluctantly step on the accelerator. And I will take it up to, if it's a 50, I'll take it up to about 43 miles per hour. No more. And then, you know, if I am on a one lane road where they would have difficulty passing me, I will then. Um, go 
close to the speed limit. Aram, that's a great thing. Uh, Eric should get a bumper sticker referencing his hypermiling. Uh, bumper sticker that could say driving slow. Uh, uh, gas prices blow, so driving slow. Chris, with the suggestion, isn't that considered dangerous? It is. It is. So that's why I go faster. Like I said, if there's someone behind me, I will go up close to the speed limit. Probably not the speed limit. Now, this pisses people off. I realize that. But you also know that I am now, uh, it's easy to stay several car lengths behind. Um, uh, Schaefer is crazy. It's just as dangerous as people speeding. That's not true at all. If I'm three miles under the speed limit, that's not true at all. You're stupid. I'm way, okay, and I put great distance between me and the car in front of me. I am the safest of drivers, and only a moron would suggest, and only anyone would back him up that it's true that uh, going a couple miles an hour under the speed limit is, is, is as bad as speeding. That's a dumb comment from a dumb person, and uh, there you go. That is, that is not true at all. It's it's as dangerous. Have you lost your mind? All right. Incoming. If I'm wrong, 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 wrong. (laughs) What's going on, man? What do you mean, what's going on? Well, I want to know what your take is on this. The suggestion that going a few miles under the speed limit is more dangerous than speeding or as dangerous as speeding is there's no way. Because when you're speeding, you're going in and out of lanes, you're tailgating people. I'm just putzing along with another lane wide open to my side. Yeah, but uh, here's the problem with people who drive way, not three miles an hour, okay? That's that's like coasting, right? But if you're driving like way, way under the speed limit, there is a there is a causation of accidents that happen because people are driving too slow. It, oh, really, yeah. it does happen. It's, it's the truth. Right, but no one was suggesting that I'm I, – I made it very clear – that if there's someone behind me, I then don't do that. You speed up? Yeah, of course. Above the speed limit? To the speed limit. Maybe. Oh, to the speed maybe, limit. You well, yeah. set your cruise at, at whatever, yeah. 55 if or it's whatever a, it is? If it's a 45, I'll put it at 43. Does that hybrid have a uh, uh, cruise control on it or no? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's good. you see, you know, <laughs> it, it's, 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 you, you couldn't be more wrong. Well, for your situation, I, I admit that I am not right because I'm sure you're not like the, uh, you know, the elderly people that drive super, super slow. No. So I, for your situation, I agree. I, yes. But there are many, many times where, you know, older folks have been driving and they make crazy turns and oh, they yeah. drift in the lane and all that kind of stuff. 
and they're driving slow and they cause accidents. Yeah, I know, but that's not yeah. what that's you know, you were applying it to me though. That's what you were doing and that's what I'm like, "What? What's he talking I mean, about?" Yeah, but anybody that's older than me is elderly. So Uh-huh. All right. That's thank how you. I'm applying it to you. Fine. Idiot. All right. <laughs> Goodbye. Thanks. Have a good day, buddy. Yeah. You too. Yesterday was a catastrophe. Let me just tell you that. Um, all right. So on this house, I've got to scrape and paint that trim. Um, now, Stefan said it's a $20,000 job to make that, uh, to like repair the wood. Uh, replace the rotting trim and uh, make it look like it was uh, the day it was built. He said $20,000. The guy who's working on the basement, Kyle, said he's full of shit and that he can put an addition on the house for $20,000. Stefan said, no, uh, I'm not full of shit. He heard that and he wrote, my... Cider got back to me. He confirmed the figure I gave you. Tell your basement guy to do a price check on labor, materials, and overhead. You couldn't get materials alone for an addition for $20,000 today. I wrote, you two should fight. He wants to kick your ass. Oh, no way. Eh? It's 20, 20 large, E. Hey, Zayner, 20000 Now, he also suggested just a can of paint, paint over the wood, even paint over the rot, just to get you past this extravaganza graduation party for a friend of the family on Saturday that Diana is hosting. I said, all right, that's what I'll do. So scrapey, scrapey on ground level. Paint ground level as high as I can go. Now the top half of the house, top two-thirds of the house, um, I, uh, I get on this extension ladder I have. It's a po- probably uh, a 14-foot extension ladder. and uh, But that's not even close. Okay. Uh, so I go as high as that extension ladder will take me. That was Leonard, my neighbor's old uh, ladder. He died. And uh, I visited over there. And his lovely daughter gave me the ladder. Leonard would want you to have this. I go, thank you. It's so kind. But it's too short. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to the hardware store and getting a ladder. I walk in. I go, where's your extension ladder? He goes, against the wall. I look at the biggest one. It's a 20-footer. Aluminum is a marvel, by the way. Strong as anything and, and so light. Uh, I, I pick up this ladder. I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be $400 easy. It wasn't. It's only 180 something fucking sweet with tax it's 201 bucks throw it in the truck go home I'm worried I'm gonna get pulled over because I don't have a little red thing hanging on the back of the uh of the uh of the ladder Just do it in there get home all right I put this thing up as high as it will go I start climbing the ladder and I'm like Fear creeps across my heart. And then I get to where I need to be. I'm 20 feet up, probably more than. 
and I look down, and the and the the ladder's kind of uh, 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 bowing, you know, up and down, kind of like bobbing in a weird way. It has like a little momentum to it. It's not gonna fall, but it's messing with me. And I'm like, how the hell? I can't even hang on. Okay, hang on a second here. We got to pause this story because there's another damn hornet in here. For some reason, hornets like to get in here. I don't know how they get in here. Don't move. That thing was like an, a fucking osprey. Huge. <sighs> Hate that. Um, the hell was I? Oh, so I'm on the ladder and I'm like, how the hell? Am I going to be able to scrape paint? I can't even hang on. I'm nearing the absolute as high as you, that you're supposed to go on this ladder. And I'm like, all I'm thinking about is uh, Lisa K. Her husband um, was badly hurt. Eric, um, when he fell off a ladder and badly hurt his ankle. Or his foot, it's still a problem. I'm not sure if that fall that he experienced made him uh, the antisocial dude that he appears to be. Last time at Bosco's, this is what Eric did. He's just holding the phone up to one inch from his face for an hour and a half. Did that fall make it so you won't talk to other humans? Do you have any idea... I mean, I would love to talk to you right now. Is, is there... Hello? So, I was concerned that I would turn into this if I fell off the ladder. Holding the phone one inch from my face. Uh, so, while I'm on there, I'm like freaking out. I finally get down. Kyle, the guy who's working on the basement, says... uh Actually, before I get to that part, I then uh, move the ladder over to this spot right above my garage. There's like a uh, a window there with trim that needs to be replaced. Now, I can paint it for next to nothing. If I actually repair it, uh, it will cost, according to Stefan, $400,000 for four pieces of wood. I get, I put the ladder up against the house. Just as I'm getting on the roof, it dawns on me. I've never done this before on this house. The roof is too damn steep. I get the sensation that I'm in a very ugly, precarious spot as I am now off of the ladder and on the roof. Just the sensation that in an instant, I'm going to slide off the roof. It's that much of an angle. It was a bad feeling. In fact, Pellerito, he was up uh, at this spot a couple of years ago to um, repair a piece of wood that had rotted there. I don't think it cost $90,000, but he did that. He actually, he he fixed it for me. I, I don't know how the hell he managed to stay on that roof and do the job. I think in uh, in a rare 
move of a third phone call in the first hour of the show. <laughs> I need to bring him in. Get ready for one of my many Mr. Excitements. What's up, guy? Half the time you talk to Mike, it's always hard to understand him. It's like his Bluetooth doesn't work, or he's holding the phone upside down, or he drops it in a lake. But he works for a living, so I doubt I'm going to get him. Hey, everybody. Go about here. <laughs> Tell Rico he's unavailable to take this call at the moment. He thanks you for reaching out and making him feel important. Please leave your name and number, and I'll make sure he gets the information. So I'm on the ladder or on the roof. And now I have, um, I'm not even to where I need to be to, to, to start to scrape. I got my phone in my back pocket. I got the scraper in my other back pocket and I'm like, okay, uh, what the hell am I going to do? I can't move. If I move at all, I'm going to slide off of the roof. And I'm thinking about Lisa and, and her husband the whole time. And I'm, I'm picturing my neighbor, Brian Alleluia, very concerned with me as I'm on the roof. And I'm waiting to hear, Eric, uh, you doing okay over there? Like, like that type of concerned tone. I'm like, oh, no. And so I am now, um, like, if I climb up the ladder and get on the roof, I'm facing up towards the roof. Now I have flipped over onto my butt and I'm just trying to get off of the roof. It's that precarious. I've, I've aborted my mission. And so now I, uh, I'm trying to get my feet onto the very top rung of the ladder that's leaning up against the house. Now I manage that. And then I take my other foot and I also, um, put it on the top rung but I'm facing the wrong direction. I can't step off like I'm going down the steps down this ladder. That would be, it it wouldn't work. I need to flip over and go down the way I came up. So for a couple minutes, I'm terrified. I managed to flip around and, and then get down the ladder safely. And I am not shitting you. It messed me up. I was, uh, for the rest of the um, uh, day, I was like, how the hell am I going to do this? Uh, Kyle comes over and um, I go, I, I say to him, I go, Hey, uh, how do you, how do you think I get out of this? And his first suggestion is, well, uh, put an eye bolt on that part of the, uh, of the area where the wood is and then uh, put a rope around it and you'll kind of like, it'll be, it'll serve as a tether. I go, a tether? What? Well, that sounds terrible. I go, now, come up with another idea. He goes, back your truck up to the uh, spot because the ladder won't even reach all the way up there to where I need to be. He goes, and put the ladder, this is, this is what's going to kill me. It was a close call yesterday. When I try this, it's over. Put the ladder in the bed of the truck up against where the cab meets the bed. And then it'll give you an extra like four and a half feet. 
and you'll be able to get up where you need to be. Then you climb the ladder and then you do your job. And I'm like, fuck, man, I don't know. This seems horrible. So then I, um, after that, I call the rental place. There's a rental place nearby here. And I go, I think I need some scaffolding. I'm like, Jesus Christ. This is, and so, uh, now I've never used scaffolding. I don't know how the fuck it works. I have no idea. Uh, but they, they do sell it. I go, how high can it get me? He goes, well, we sell it in certain lengths. I go, I need to be at least 20 feet. He goes, we, all right, we can help. Scaffolding for a week of scaffolding rentals. I got 150 bucks. No big deal, which is great. I wish I would have done that to start. Um, but then after I get down, call the place and then, you know, end up going to the gym. Then I start to feel better. Like I was freaked out. By the time I got out of the gym, I felt better. I was like, I think I'm going to try it again. So this is what we will reconvene this story. Um, I need to get up way high, scrapey, scrapey, painy, painy. And then that's the end of it. I'm one half done. Uh, I still got paint all over my hands. Uh, one half done. Uh, almost one half, and I still have the top half to do. And uh, so it's definitely concerning me right now. New heights for your old pal, Eric Zane. For you folks enjoying the show on Facebook and on uh, Twitter and YouTube, the rest of the show can be viewed as it happens right now, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. That's the uninterrupted version of this. The rest of you, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, um, I throw this out here so that you can see it, and then hopefully you'll sign up for my Twitch, which is free. It's just another platform for you to sign up uh, on twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. So I'm going to cut you off, and then you got to watch the rest of it on Twitch. So even if you don't do it today, uh, do it now for tomorrow so that you won't have anything uh, interrupt the show. Uh, or download the audio podcast wherever you download podcasts. Just search Eric Zane Show Podcast or Eric Zane Show. It will pop up there with my little logo, and then you download the show, and off you go. So thanks for checking this out on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. All right. Stand by. I need a drink. Have you heard the story about the uh, Americans who went to fight with the Ukrainians? Can I just say, this is a perfect opportunity to throw out, play stupid games, get stupid prizes. I think uh, I'm going to go to Ukraine and fight. Why? Well, because those people are being oppressed and uh, I'm stupid. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, but, uh, you know, you have a family here who loves you very much. Um, could you maybe help us be less oppressed and, um, and, and, and stay with us? Because we're going to be oppressed when you, who is a shitty soldier... Uh, gets killed or captured by the Russians. And that's the the only time we're going to see you going forward is in a propaganda video. Could you maybe not do that? 
Oh, no. No. Oh, I forgot. You're stupid. Okay. All right. See you later. It was nice living a life with you. Half a life with you. There you go, warrior. You stupid asshole. Oh, my God. There's at least a handful of these Americans who go there and because they're shitty, uh, get captured by the Russians. Way to go, dick. Way to cause an international incident, you fucking morons. And you know what? You can lump in that dumb bitch, Brittany Griner, too. How about her? Uh, I mean, who? if you're going to travel internationally, you damn well should know the laws. Okay? Rolling the dice on traveling to a faraway land where, you know, they don't exactly like Americans. And, and you've got hashish oil in your stupid vape pen, you giant 10-foot-tall bitch. What the fuck is wrong with you? It serves you right. And so now, um, okay, when they ever, when they do ever give her back, she's going to be like three feet tall because they're going to have chopped off her legs. She's like seven foot tall right now. Everybody's like, oh, bring Brittany over. Fuck that. Bullshit. These soldiers of fortune, which is what the Russians are calling them, and I kind of agree, and Brittany Griner, well, you know, if people come to the U.S. and break the law, you know what we do? We arrest them, we prosecute them, and then they spend time in prison. So I would say that the United States should say to the Russians, uh, we understand that you have um, some of our idiots. Um, do what you want with them. We don't care. Uh, go ahead. And uh, in fact, um, if you need any help in what you're attempting to do, we will help you. And in fact, we can even pay you to keep them there. We would like you to keep them there forever so that they do not come back to the United States and make things weird here with whatever stupid thing that they're going to do as soon as they get back. So um, this is just ridiculous. Kremlin calls, uh, the Kremlin's chief spokesman said that the um, two fighters, Alex Druki. 39 and Andy Tai, uh, some type of uh, Asian name, which I've, I never, I always struggle. They're like the hardest names to say. Uh, NGOC, which just doesn't compute in my brain, were soldiers of fortune and had been taken into custody. It should say in this New York Times article because they're terrible soldiers. Uh, they, <clears throat> the, uh, Kremlin spokesman says that under the uh, orders of the Geneva uh, rules of the Geneva conventions, they are not protected because, well, they just wandered in and said, let's go kill some Russians. Spokesman Putin spokesman Dmitry Peskov said they had been involved in shelling and firing on Russian forces and should be held responsible for the crimes they have committed. I agree. He said they were being held while their case was investigated. The U.S. State Department released a statement urging Moscow and the authorities in Russian-occupied Ukraine to abide by international law. We call on the Russian government as well as its proxies to live up to their international obligations in the treatment of any individual, including those captured fighting in Ukraine. Representatives of the men's families... 
said on Monday that they were not surprised by the Kremlin's stance, but they argued vehemently that Mr. Drukey and Mr. Asian should be protected by the Geneva Conventions. They are not soldiers of fortune. They are not mercenaries. They were volunteers in the Ukrainian military, and they should be treated as lawful combatants, said the mother of uh, Mr. Asian. They are prisoners of war. Well, you're for, okay, fine. You're forgetting the term idiots because that's what they are. The families of the men reported them missing last week. And listen, if we ever do get these guys back, they're probably going to be lobotomized and uh, useless completely and will be dead in a week once they get back to the, to the United States. Uh, no celebrations for these idiots, please. No, no, you don't get anything. Okay. My God. Families of the men reported them missing last week. And on Saturday, the state department described them as reportedly captured by Russia's military forces in Ukraine. Let me just say that if my brother says, Hey, uh, think I'm going to go to uh, Ukraine and fight. I'm going to say, Oh, okay. Um, well, before you leave, uh, let me drive there and, uh, and see you. Okay, I want I want to see you. And he's going to go, "Okay, yeah, great. I'm I'm uh, I'm going to go do the right thing and and fight for Ukraine." I'm going to go, "Okay. All right. Awesome." And then I'm going to drive over to uh Dexter, Michigan. And I'm going to punch him in the face and capture him and tie him to a chair and then he's going to stay in his basement tied up until this stupid uh war is over. The two were fighting with the small group of foreign soldiers and went missing in action when their platoon came under heavy fire in a village in Kharkiv. That's when these idiots went, I think this was a bad idea. Under the Geneva Conventions, prisoners of war must be treated humanely and are protected from prosecution for taking part in hostilities. The only exception is prosecutions on war crimes charges. So... You know, this is, uh, if you go there as Americans, I mean, the, probably the only thing that uh, Russians want to kill more than Ukrainians is Americans. If you're the Asian guy, you got to say, I'm not American. I'm, fr- I'm from Cambodia. Make it up. I mean, you're going to have to lie to these people. So... Peskov, the spokesperson for Putin, said, well, yeah, but they're not part of any army. They just showed up here and started shooting at us. And I kind of agree. He says they're not entitled to the same rules as the combatants. The Ukrainians, we have to, you know, I don't know if they're actually doing it, but at least they can say it. But they're saying, no, 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 no. These guys will be afforded nothing. Uh, Druki in addition to being a moron, is a former U.S. Army staff sergeant who served two tours in Iraq, and so he's probably, you know, sitting at his house with his PTSD, and he's like, oh, God, I got to go fight for these people. I got to be valiant and get attention because I'm a stupid asshole. While Mr. Asian is a former Marine, the case of the two men has underlined the perils facing thousands of foreign volunteers who have gone to fight in Ukraine. Bad idea. And the State Department agrees. Do not go 
and jump on a plane with your weekend warrior bullshit and your militia gear and your black ops uh, starter kit and go to Ukraine, you idiots. Travel at your own risk. So now these guys are going to be tortured and probably killed or spend the rest of their lives in prison in a Russian prison. Oh, my God. Way to go, idiots. What a horrible, horrible decision you've made. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, email me, eric at ericzaneshow.com. That is the best way to reach me. I have limited access to the comments when I do the show live. Uh, Occasionally, I will glance at them or see them as they pop up, but I do not make that a priority anymore. I know that there was some real anguish and and butthurt over that. Um, I mean, unbelievable amount of over-the-top aggressive response to me not being uh, anchored to the comments to read your all of your uh, comments on the show. Uh, occasionally, I will glance at them to be able to communicate if something is worth it, but I have distanced myself from them to be able to do this. I did not want to serve two masters by being tethered to comments while still trying to focus on the content that I've written for this show. So I hope you will get over it, and uh, and then that will be the end of it. Otherwise, reach me via email or text if you have my phone number or not. It's up to you. Eric at ericsaintshow.com on the Shoreliners Striping inbox. Thank you so much to Shoreliners Striping. More water. More water. I'm going to run out. I did not fill up. Start of the show was 69 degrees. Yeah. Now it's 73. It's going to be 95. I'm not touching. I'm not going near the roof until like uh, 830 tonight. No painting until uh, evening hours. I will not go near that. Because can you imagine if I go up on that roof? And, uh, it's, it's cause it will probably be if it's 95 out on the roof, I'm guessing 120, and it would actually burn my skin and me, uh, having that type of pain while I'm on a a roof. Oh fuck. I would, I'm going to fall off of it. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. If you like the free podcast, okay. If you could. Throw a donation of 5 or $10 a month my way, and I will give you, in exchange for that donation, access to 15-plus hours of content each and every week. I, excuse me. I just realized I did not publish the Lost Zane recordings yesterday. I will have to get that done today. My apologies. I have uh, the Lost Zane recordings I post up there in my old radio show, Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia. Days, uh, Dale's taking on Logan today. Uh, the Insane Asylum, two-hour music-driven radio show. Uh, and the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, along with the daily Patreon bonus podcast. All of that there. 
for your five or ten dollar a month donation. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you've been part of it in the past or if you are considering it now, I suggest trying it for one month, seeing if you like it, and then if it sucks shit, cancel it. It's very easy to cancel. Or if you like it, let it ride month to month or sign up for a full year, okay? Now, uh, signing up for a full year, I'll knock 10% off the cost. But as you get to know me, okay, some of you, um, for some reason, get so attached to me that if I ever say anything that is um, you take poorly, I just had this happen with uh, Adam the Yacht. He feels he know he felt he know me knew me so much that I wasn't allowed to say anything that he would be offended by, and I said something that offended him. And it tore out his heart and he wept openly. It was horrible. And I, I got these, I got long email after long email, uh, about how I broke his heart because I asked him to not write song lyrics on the comments. He was the reason why I gave up on the comments because of all that shit. Because if I, uh, am anchored to the comments, someone's going to get pissed at some point. So no more. Uh, that was the motivation for that. Because of that, he quit the Patreon. He actually quit. I'm like, you fucking baby. And, uh, but he signed up for a full year. So if you sign up for a full year and then get butthurt, I encourage that because then I'm going to keep your money. All right? That's the best thing going. So then you go away because you're fucking crazy. And then I take your money and go uh, spend it on Brazzers. All right, there you go. That's what's up. Thank you to Blue Frost IT, the open and live stream brought to you by them. Bluefrostit.com. If you have a business, I want you to reach out to Blue Frost IT if you are getting ready to upgrade your tech. Okay, you sit down with Blue Frost IT for a complimentary consultation for uh, just a handful of minutes. And uh, you're going to tell Alan from Blue Frost uh, what goes on at your business, and he's going to recommend a certain level of tech, computers, servers, printers, monitors, everything. When you want that upgrade, you go ahead and talk to Blue Frost IT. Info at bluefrostit.com or go to their website, bluefrostit.com, or just call them 616-285-50. They also are a hardware, software, and licensing vendor. So whether a company may need their IT support services or not, maybe they're a larger company, they have their own IT staff, they don't need Blue Frost IT, they can still offer them quotes. They can still offer you quotes for hardware, software, and licensing and be a resource for uh, for that business that's going to be cheaper than anybody else. So there you go. Thank you to Blue Frost IT. Uh, yesterday... They took the day off at JM Synthetics for Juneteenth. Today, they're back at it. So if you need any Amsoil products, you can still get Juneteenth savings at JM Synthetics. JMSynthetics.com, distributor of Amsoil products. You go to that website, shop by product, shop by piece of equipment that you're putting um, their Amsoil products into. 
And uh, then there's a phone number there right there at jmsynthetics.com. It is 616-747-0233. You call up Jason Mays and say, this is what I want. And then it shows up on your door. Okay? Uh, order now. Get a free pride flag with your order. jmsynthetics.com. Home of uh, the Tears for Oil program at JM Synthetics. And I, I'm likely, I think I'm going to see Jason Mays at um, paintball, at least I better, on Sunday. Okay? Paintball is Sunday. Uh, hold that thought. Your old pal Eric needs to go tinkle. Yeah, that's right. And get a water fill-up. So it's time for intermission. Do not move. All right. Uh, a couple of you sent me the story about the uh, mysterious fear. Excuse me. Mysterious bunker. Found in the Michigan State game area. Throughout Michigan, there's all these spots we can go in and hunt. And uh, not far from here, uh, the uh, well, the next county over is Kent. And in northern Kent County, uh, you get uh, plenty. There's a couple of state game areas. People go in and do that sort of thing. And, and all you're supposed to do is, is, you know, respect the land. Everybody uses it. It's a, it's a thing for all you hunters. Uh, the one thing you don't do is disturb the land. Cut down trees. Fuck shit up. There's a... Uh, some guy uh, called the local TV news and said, there's a, there's a bunker in the woods. All right. In a state game area in northern... Discovery of a mysterious bunker in a state game area in northern Kent County is raising questions. Who built this and why? Target date investigator Ken Coker spent the day in the woods and has our story new at six. The well-hidden bunker is off of this trail about a mile deep into the state game area. Uh -huh. A Kent County man says he was scouting future deer hunting sites in the Rogue River state game area last week when he noticed it. A uh, very interesting uh, thing to trip across walking yeah. through the woods. I mean, it's kind of a mystery. It is a mystery. Yeah. He did not want to be identified in case, he says, it's the work of a militia member. So it looks like it might be a little bit more of a militia military uh, type of uh, thing to me. It's not easy to find. Is this Joey Williamson? Uh, but it's right there. The bunker is about 50 yards off a narrow trail under a canopy of pine, maples, and oaks, and on a hill overlooking Spring Creek. Today, he almost couldn't find it when he led us back. It doesn't belong here. It's state land, and it's an illegal structure here, I know. It appears the bunker was built this. recently and might still be thing. under construction with a few freshly... Okay, if you're just listening to the audio podcast, it's uh, I, I'll link it up. Uh, you can see for yourself what it is, but it appears to be, um, you know, an area dug out, and then the wall, one of the walls is reinforced with this fucking Robinson Crusoe type of uh, uh, twigs and branches and shit, and then... Uh, there's a, a up higher uh, sandbag walls, okay, and it's just it's so out of place. It's like seriously, it looks like uh, something that a, a kid might make as a fort, which maybe that's what this is. I don't know. We cut down trees lined up at the ground nearby. 
It's about 15 by 15 feet, almost three feet deep. And it looks like there's a place to rest your elbow all the way around it for uh, for studying your aim for shooting. This guy built this. This the guy Joey Williamson, dude. Who you hear? He's the one who built it. Sandbags stacked too high, about seventy in all, form an outer perimeter. The sandbags are you don't need them for paintball, and uh, you don't need them for a deer blind. So that's the, looks like they're to stop incoming. Bullets is as- <laughs> this guy's. This guy's the. He's the detective. What those sandbags would be for? It's on a hill. There ain't gonna be a flood here. Two of the walls are reinforced with intertwined branches, and there's a fire pit in the middle. It bothers me. Yeah, it bothers me. I, I don't really. Uh, it looks like it was built for a purpose, and it looked like there was a lot of effort went into it. He says he called Homeland Security, which referred him to the FBI, which referred him to local police. He says they then called state police, which sent him to the Kent County Sheriff's Department, which referred him to the DNR. Oh, my God. What a fucking runaround. And the DNR says that even if it were a deer blind, it would be illegal because you're not allowed to cut down trees or alter the land. The man who reported it was hoping police would set up trail cams to catch the culprit. I would think they would want to do some sort of investigation, try to figure out who did this and, and what their their idea was behind it. Uh, I think it's to not investigate it sort of seems like a missed opportunity uh, with everything going on nowadays. Well, if they decide that they don't want to investigate or they're, you know, maybe they're busy, okay, uh, you know what's not going to help in the so-called investigation Going to the TV station to tell everyone. Idiot could have easily have just set up his own camera and then, you know, done a little fucking Scooby-Doo mystery on the deal and then said, hey, here's the guy, you know? It's not clear yet what the DNR plans to do with the bunker. In northern Kent County, I'm Target 8 investigator Ken Colker. Uh, Side note. That's what people do around here. They they build bunkers uh, in in an effort to, you know, it's either you're going to uh, go to Ukraine and get captured because you're a shitty soldier, you're a shitty soldier, or, hold on a second, Casey, quit! Or you're going to build, if you're in Michigan, you're going to build a dumbass bunker to defend from whatever. What the fuck are you doing? Can you imagine if the Hilljack who who did this shit he's got to uh, he's got to explain to his wife that um you know uh she's like hey um you know where's the uh, 80 bucks that you made this month in your job I spent it on sandbags to build my stupid fucking fort Ugh. Jesus such a pain in the ass to live like that God, so, you know, no doubt this is a, uh, a MAGA, MAGA meeting spot. Uh, they're going to bury Old Dominion voting systems that they steal from uh, local precincts in there or destroy them there. And uh, Amanda says, says the guy that broadcasts from what he calls the fear bunker, that is a tongue-in-cheek joke, you fucking dildo whore. Shut the fuck up, you idiot. That's a joke. 
That is a joke, you jackass. Not at all the same thing. Shut up. Jesus. So that's what's going on in the Rogue River State game area. And now uh, they're never going to catch anybody because this moron decided to go to the TV news and make a big deal out of it. So what a stupid thing to do. Okay. Uh, Finally, a reason to uh, love the game of golf. The guy's name is uh, Grayson Murray. And uh, the U.S. Open, I guess that was uh, that was the one that just went down. The final round. This dude lost his shit, and uh, that's a good thing. And I guess some people were kind of pissed off that uh, they were triggered, like Rick is around farts. They were triggered that uh, he was, you know, getting mad, and uh, he wrote. I will never apologize for wearing my emotions on my sleeve. U.S. Opens are brutal. If this offends you, it's your problem. Okay, so here he's, um, you know, whatever, taking a shot. He's got an iron in his hand. And this is how it went because the shot ends up being shitty and he loses shit on the golf club. Uphill second shot here at the 10th. In the rough or whatever. Watch. Fuck! Oh, yikes. (laughs) Breaks the golf club in half over his knee. Uphill second shot here at the 10th. Oh, Oh, God. Oh, goodbye. I don't know how this doesn't happen more. You have to be so patient to play this game. And then um, prior to that, he was struggling on the green. Watch what he does to his, watch what he does to his putter. As uh, another terrible shot by this guy. So he's like, oh yeah, here you go. You can have this one. There he throws the fucking thing. (laughs) Coming out of Grayson Murray. Woo. Is a very, very seven. That is yeah, sweet. Boy, it's like he was throwing it at someone. There. Coming out of Grayson Murray. You oh, I, I love this, Mick. Is a very, very. That's finally a reason to like golf. I, I cannot stand golf. You know? There's <laughs> someone. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Someone dubbed in the scene from Happy Gilmore where the guy catches the hockey stick. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. I, uh, golf sucks. Um, I can't stand it. It's, uh, boring. It's boring to watch. It's worse to play. If I go, it's because of like someone's roped me into some charity thing. Um, I'm usually ready to quit after like four holes. My feet hurt. I'm hot. It's It just sucks. Ridiculous. I remember when I was golfing with Diana, we had just gotten married. And... Um, 
don't know how the hell. I don't think we just bought. I think we actually bought golf clubs for each other, which is a bad idea. And I remember throwing the bag and actually after about six holes, we just gave up. Ram says, no one will want to play with him. No, I disagree. They're going to want to play with him. That's exciting. That's fun to see a guy lose his shit. That's what you want. Yeah, golf sucks. Prove me wrong. I'll fight you on that one. Whoever came up with that stupid game is an asshole. Right up there with baseball. The only time I ever give a shit about these sports is when something stupid happens. It's the only time I'm interested. Okay. All right. Frank Foss, My Policy Shop Insurance, 616-914-4070. If you are struggling with the anxiety of not being covered with health care, uh, it's time to do this. And when I say time to do this, all you have to do is reach out to Frank, and he will help you every step of the way with getting insurance on the marketplace, healthcare.gov. Gone are the days when your excuse is, oh, I just, I just cannot afford health care. I just can't do it. Uh, that is not true. You can. There's things you're not aware of. Uh, have Frank help you every step of the way. I wish I had had this uh, when I first signed up on uh, healthcare.gov because it would have made, well, I would have had a lot less struggles because I did it on my own and I did it wrong. Now, what Frank does for his clients is free. You don't pay him a dime. You go to buyinsurancehere.com and uh, fill out the form to meet with Frank, either virtually, over the phone, or in person. doesn't matter, whatever you want. Or just text him, 616-914-4070, or even call him if you want. Leave a message, and he will uh, send you a link to buyinsurancehere.com and uh, help you every step of the way. Mention me. Mention that you heard about it from me, please. If you're like, hey, who is that again, Eric Zane? Can you help me with that? Yes, I will introduce you myself to Frank. I do that. Uh, not only is he an expert on uh, healthcare.gov, he is the Medicare Advantage Plan expert. So if you or someone you know or love is turning uh, 65 or uh, already, I'm sorry, 63 or already that age, you can take advantage of this. Did I say 63? Is it 60? It's 65. You have to be 65. I can't believe I forgot that. 616-914-4070. Today, comedy. Fullhousecomedy.com. Bobcat Goldthway is in town this week. Thursday and Friday and Saturday. Buy tickets. Fullhousecomedy.com. Also, Friday and um, Saturday, the Chocolate Factory Comedy Show presents Calvin Evans. And then Saturday, two shows for you MAGA folk. Full House Comedy presents the Hodge Twins at the Wealthy Theater. The uh, It's conservative comedy, which is a misnomer. I don't understand how that could possibly be a thing. But uh, anyway, it's expensive for those guys. I recommend changing your party affiliation and not going. VIP seating for the Hodge Twins is 60 bucks. Standard seating is $45. 
ADA seating, I don't know what that is. American Disabilities Act is $60. Um, If you sign up to be a full-on Republican, you get in free. I'm lying. MAGA hat free at the door. Fullhousecomedy.com. Um, in addition, Joe Martinez, A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. If you need that furnace tuned, or I'm sorry, if you need that AC tuned up, 616-516-8579. If you have an emergency breakdown, they can help you. That might cost you because they're very, very busy. This is going to be a busy day for sure. Busy week for sure. Don't be left without your air conditioning. If you need to have air conditioning installed, you can get that done. They will install the best brand that is on the market today, the Comfort Maker. And that is the number one brand of air conditioner or furnace in the world today. And you have to pass a rigorous test to be able to install their products. They don't just make them available to everybody. They're hard to get. It's hard to be a guy to, it's hard to be an installer of those because you have to go to their, uh, uh, where they manufacture them and pass the test. True. 616-516-8579. Stephen Colbert. A lot of you red staters uh, hate Stephen Colbert. But it, uh, there is a great, great story going around where um, the guy who does Triumph the Insult comic dog, Robert Smigel, was doing a bit, uh, I think, at the Capitol. I'm not exactly sure. All I know is that Smigel and his team on um, Colbert's show there, what is that one called, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, were doing a bit. And then all of a sudden, they're like, hey, you're not supposed to be here. And they're like, no, we are. We are supposed to be here. And they're like, no, you're not. You're in trouble. So they got arrested. And uh, they were even just, they had been there the whole day interacting with members of Congress doing the bit. And if you haven't seen, uh, well, I'm not even going to go into detail, but try out the insult comic dog. If you don't know, it's that's too bad. Anyway, the guy holds a puppet. He talks and it's hilarious. I love Triumph the Insult comic dog. Um, I'm not exactly a huge fan of Colbert, but I'm a fan of this because he spoke about it to kick off his show the other day. And uh, this is what it sounded like. Welcome one and all to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. Hey, quick question. Quick question, how was your weekend? (laughs) I certainly had an interesting one because some of my staff had a memorable one. (laughs) Here's what happened. Last week, I heard from my old colleague, Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. (laughs) Triumph uh, offered to go down to D.C. and interview some congresspeople to highlight the January 6th hearings. I said, sure, if you can get anyone to agree to talk to you because, and please don't take this as an insult, you're a puppet. (laughs) Yes. Well, he did. Democratic and Republican congresspeople agreed to talk to Triumph. He's a bipartisan puppy. He's so neutral, he's neutered. (laughs) Ah, shut up. Now, Triumph 
Triumph and my folks shot for two days in congressional offices across the street from the Capitol building. They went through security clearance, shot all day Wednesday, all day Thursday, invited into the offices of the Congress people they were interviewing. And that's very important. You have to invite Triumph in. <laughs> he works on Dracula rules. <laughs> now, end of day two, Thursday evening, after they'd finished their interviews, they were doing some last-minute puppetry and uh, jokey make-em-ups in a hallway when Triumph and my folks were approached and detained by the Capitol Police, which actually isn't that surprising. The Capitol Police are much more cautious than they were, say, 18 months ago, <laughs> and for a very good reason. If you don't know what that reason is, I know what news network you watch. <laughs> so... Yes. 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 Got that the Capitol Police were just doing their job. My staff was just doing their job. Everyone was very professional. Everyone was very calm. My staffers were detained, processed, and released. A very unpleasant experience for my staff. A lot of paperwork for the Capitol Police, but a fairly simple story. Until... <laughs> the next night, when a couple of the TV people started claiming that my puppet squad had, quote, committed insurrection <laughs> at the U.S. Capitol <laughs> building. First of all, what? <laughs> Second of all, huh? Of all, they weren't in the Capitol building. <laughs> Fourth of all, and I am shocked I have to explain the difference, but an insurrection involves disrupting the lawful actions of Congress and howling for the blood of elected leaders all to prevent the peaceful transfer of power. This was first-degree puppetry. <laughs> this was hijinks with intent to goof. <laughs> Misappropriation of an old Conan bit. <laughs> well, that's right, that's right. Now, it is predictable. It's really Conan's fault. It's really Conan's fault. Get it, you know? Ah, oh, come on! Doing the time war! Stop! I don't want to do the time war. Now, it's predictable why these TV talkers are talking like this on the TV. They want to talk about something other than the January 6th hearings on the actual seditionist insurrection that led to the deaths of multiple people and the injury of over 140 police officers. But drawing any equivalence between rioters storming our Capitol to prevent the counting of electoral ballots and a cigar-chomping toy dog is a shameful and grotesque insult to the memory of everyone who died. And it obscenely trivializes the service and the courage the Capitol Police showed on that terrible day. But who knows? Maybe there was a vast conspiracy to overthrow the government of the United States with a rubber Rottweiler. <laughs> After all, Thursday night, the night that they were detained, was the 50th anniversary of the Watergate break-in. Are we supposed to believe that was a coincidence? <laughs> yes. We all know the long history of puppet lawlessness, the great Muppet caper, the fraggle riots of the 1980s. Who can forget when Kukla, Fran, and Ali were hauled into the Charlie McCarthy hearings? And how do you think King Friday came to power in the neighborhood of Make- Oh, King Friday, I hated that thing. Believe 
with the backing of the head of his secret police, Henrietta Pussycat. Meow, meow, attached jumper. Horrible, I'm right back there. Cables to your nipples, meow. But. (laughs) In this case, in this case. This, this is a skewering. This is absolute murder. (laughs) In this case, our puppet was just a puppet doing puppet stuff. And sad to say, so much has changed in Washington that the Capitol Police do have to stay at high alert at all times because of the attack on January 6th. And as the hearings prove more clearly every day, the blame for that actual insurrection all lies with Putin's puppet. Now, (laughs) speaking of the thing... He's bringing it home now. Speaking of the thing we should be speaking about, the January 6th hearing start back up tomorrow, and that is not good news for former president Phony Soprano. <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow, the Jan 6th committee is... Right. Leave that alone. Everybody... That I did that. All right. I think it's great. I think it's very funny. At the end of the day, that's all I'm shooting for. Something funny. And that was funny. That was really funny. Chris doesn't like the term Putin's puppet for Trump. Is that what he's saying? He's saying that Trump was Putin's puppet. (laughs) Fucking great. Oh, my God. Uh, All right. It's time to introduce you to Black Hairy Tongue Disease. Oh, God. You are not going to like this. That's right. Black Hairy Tongue Disease. It's actually pretty good that they're calling it just what it is. You can see it right here. This is horrible. This guy amplified by his salt and pepper uh, uh, mustache and and, uh, beard here. It's just horrible. The guy actually has uh, what appears to be, with a close-up, black hair on his tongue. What could possibly be happening here? I have an explanation. Doctors have reported a rare case of a man with black, hairy tongue. The guy was in his 50s, showed up to the dermatology department. After uh, those close to him became concerned about the appearance of his tongue, doctors writing in the journal, uh, Journal of American Medical Association Dermatology, described the tongue as having a thick black coating that was yellowish at the center and the back of his tongue. Additionally, his tongue showed thin, elongated black fibers that gave the appearance of a hairy surface. Wow. Um, You know, and if they're going to start being that descriptive with what this is, black hairy tongue disease, uh, yeast infection is going to change to uh, bad smelling vagina disease. He was quickly diagnosed with black hairy tongue syndrome. 
I have a dermatologist in my family, young one. He just uh, he just uh, became a uh, finished his residency. My uh, stepsister's son-in-law. I gotta ask him about this. What do you know about black hairy tongue disease? He was uh, quickly diagnosed with this three months prior. He had suffered a stroke that left him weak uh, with weakness in the left side of his body. Since then, dude had eaten a diet of pureed foods and liquids that uh, likely caused the ailment. The harmless and fairly common conditions appearance is caused by a buildup of dead skin cells on the tongue. This cause and this causes uh, papillae. I guess that's your uh, taste buds that coat the tongue and contain uh, taste buds actually to lengthen in turn the papillae trap other substances such as food, bacteria, and yeast. So he obviously went down on his wife in this man's case, the yell, she was like, wow, it feels so much better. I like this. Just don't let me see it. You know, a little bit more friction there uh, apparently was uh, maybe helpful. The yellow tint, to parts of his tongue was likely from his food. This is why I say to the NFK, did you brush your teeth? Did you brush? Cause poor oral hygiene can uh, make this worse. Did you brush your teeth? Have you go and brush your teeth? I actually had a discussion with him the other day. Um, cause he was like, well, I'm going to bed. And I know he was making a beeline. He just finished, you know, drinking beer, eating snacks, chewing tobacco, uh, making a beeline for his room. I go, Kevy, please go brush your chompers. Okay. Again, why, why, why can't you just do it? Now, now I know you can. I know you can. You're just, and you can't say you forgot. You're just neglecting. You're, you're actually neglecting to do this. Come on, man. Because if you, if I have to shave your tongue for you, that's going to be a problem. I don't want to be shaving tongue meat. Uh, the condition can be caused by a rare side effect of antibiotics, poor oral hygiene, dry mouth, smoking, or eating a diet of soft food, as this man was. Uh, the soft food does not rub off the dead skin on your tongue. I guess normally when you eat, you're constantly resurfacing your tongue. You know, that's why they say when you brush your teeth, you should take, you should take the damn thing and do a little scrub action on there. Get that thing, uh, uh, resurfaced. Okay. Fortunately, it is treated by quote, removing the cause of the condition. So they actually have to remove that. How'd you like to be the doc peeling dead tongue meat off of dude's tongue? So after they do, after they peel dead tongue meat, you know, if we had been back on the radio, that'd have been a great Joe stunt. Get Joe to eat dead tongue meat. Of course, that would have hurt him, and he wouldn't have been able to carry on, and he would have had he would have cried on the radio and and blamed everybody and gangs in Chicago for all of the fact that he's a shitty boyfriend. After that, though, the guy's recovery was quite simple. The patient and caregivers were given advice regarding proper cleansing measures and the discoloration resolved after 20 days, the doctors concluded. So there's hope for you. There's hope for you if you have 
uh, a severe case of black, hairy tongue. All right. Meanwhile, in the great state of Texas, they are, um, there's a couple of things that they, that they're doing here. Um, you see in this picture right here from this news story, this, this guy, this, this Texan, uh, leaning up against the state house with his stupid boots on, uh, dressed up with his, uh, you know, militia starter kit, ready to go. The state of Texas is, uh, up to the same old tricks. They're, um, suggesting that Joe Biden did not win the election. And in the same breath, they are calling to once again, leave the union. Uh, Texan president Biden is the acting president because he did not win legally and Texans should vote on leaving the union to become their own country. Also, the Voting Rights Act of 1965 should be repealed. Now, I'm not sure, but I would guess that the Voting Rights Act of 1965 uh, allowed so that, you know, everybody can be involved in a fair election. Everyone. Okay? So, uh, you know, I don't know what... In fact, let me actually look that up, which I don't like to stop down and do, but... What exactly did the Voting Rights Act of 1965 allow? The Voting Rights Act of 1965 is a landmark piece of federal legislation in the United States that prohibits racial discrimination in voting. So Texans don't like that. It was signed into law by President Johnson during the height of the civil rights movement. Congress later amended the act to expand its protections designed to enforce the voting rights guaranteed by the 14th and 15th Amendments of the United States Constitution. The act sought to secure the right to vote for racial minorities throughout the country, especially in the South. According to the U.S. Department of Justice, The act is considered to be the most effective piece of federal civil rights legislation ever enacted in the United States. It is also one of the most far-reaching pieces of civil rights legislation in U.S. history. So I guess off the top, if you say the president didn't win, you should be able to leave the union and you don't like the fact that, uh, Everybody can vote equally. Why the fuck would you want to live there? I would say let them secede. We don't want them in the United States. They also say that any gun control is a civil rights violation. So in one breath, they want to make it so that the Voting Rights Act of 1965 should be repealed, taking away rights. And in the next breath, they say any gun control is a rights violation. (laughs) This is the world as seen, according to this NPR article, by the Republican Party of Texas, according to its newly adopted party 
platform. How disgusting is this? Jesus. It's, um, it's moments like this when I read those paragraphs that I'm like, wow. I will never, ever be supportive of Republicans. It's impossible. It just can't be. There's too much wrong with all of that to make me ever say, yep, you know what? You got me. Wow. GOP calls on Texas to hold a referendum on seceding. Texas couldn't even uh, keep the air conditioning on uh, last year when things got off the rails with their electrical grid. Remember that? How do you suppose you're going to get any assistance if you are your own country? I hope that we say, you know what? And we encourage them to do it. You absolutely should be your own country. And then we just lose the state. You know, you backwards fucks uh, saying the U.S. government has impaired Texas's right of self-government. The platform calls for rejecting any legislation that conflicts with the state's rights. And it suggests leaving the union is the answer. Texas. This is from the GOP. Uh, Texas retains the rights to secede from the United States. And the Texas legislature should be called upon to pass a referendum consist there too. Deeper in the document, the GOP delegates urge state lawmakers to put a referendum on the agenda for the 2023 election for the people of Texas to determine whether or not the state of Texas should reassert its status as an independent nation. In Texas, secession is a perennial idea that tends to bloom when a Democrat holds the Oval Office. After former President Obama won his first term, for instance, the state's governor, Rick Perry, hinted that Texans might consider exiting the union Please, please do. I want to see the aftermath, the clusterfuck. Oh. Question. How close is the party platform to the party faithful? It remains an open question as to how closely the priorities outlined in the 2022 platform reflects the views of regular Republicans in Texas. One side of a potential divide is in the reception given to the state's politicians in Congress. The crowd loudly booed Senator John Cornyn, who's leading the Republican side in the hunt for areas of bipartisan agreement on guns. Oh, they don't like that. Another Texan Republican, Representative Dan Crenshaw, was confronted by far-right activists who mocked him by calling him I Patch McCain. Oh, no. That's actually pretty funny. And a traitor. As Matthew Watkins, the managing editor for news and politics at the Texas Tribune, said via Twitter, feelings in the convention hall don't necessarily equate to voter sentiments. Well, thank God. I love Crenshaw. Crenshaw is the fucking man. I, that guy's great. John Cornyn booed in the hall, received 76% of the vote in his last primary race, Watkins said. Greg Abbott, who didn't give a speech, received 67%. Ken Paxton, who got a standing ovation, received 43% in March. All right, I'll link this up. You can read the rest about this. But it's a shit show over there.
My God, what a bunch of maniacs. I'm ending the show early today because I have to prepare for smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. And I've got, I'm stacking up on things to do today. I've got other obligations that need to be taken care of that are boring. So I'm going to end with talking about a few of my favorite people that pay me money and then giving you the asshole of the day. You have suggestions. And if I happen to see them, I'm not going to hunt them down. If I happen to be looking at the right time, I'll, you know, Maybe it'll help in deciding who the asshole of the day is. First off, though, uh, it's time to get some money out of your home. Pay some bills. uh, Get out of credit debt. It's a good idea to get out of credit debt. So if you go get $15,000 out of your home, get the equity out of your home, because you're looking at a credit card debt that the interest rate is going up, that's a good idea. That is a sound economic decision because uh, you pay a lot less if you go and get $15,000 out of your home at a 5.5% rate, uh, or well, let's just say it's you owe $10,000 in credit debt, go get that ten grand out of your home, pay it off at 5.5%, and then you're not paying 20% on the credit card because the interest rates are sky high right now on a credit card. So you're paying 5.5% as opposed to 20%. So go get the money out of your house. Everybody's got a lot more equity in their house right now. A house that you paid $125,000 for, now you're getting $200,000 for. And if you want to replace a piece of uh, molding in the house, Stefan will do it for $90,000. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage encourages you to reach out 231-332-6505 today. Anywhere in the U.S., uh, with the exception of Hawaii, Alaska, South Carolina, and Maine. The Kent County Health Department. If you live in Kent County, you know, maybe part of the day you build your fear bunker. And then, you know, you're living off the government. Uh, Accesskent.com slash health is where you go. Find out about the WIC program, HIV testing, and immunizations with the Kent County Health Department. Gift of Life, Michigan. Uh, if you're within the sound of my voice, doesn't matter if you're within Michigan or not, I would love you to fill out your donor card. You do this online, takes you two minutes. If you're in the state of Michigan, you go to G-O-L-M. Girl, Oliver, Louie, Maynard. G-O-L-M, giftoflifemichigan.org. If you're out of the state of Michigan, you go to registerme.org, registerme.org, fill out your form. I know Kenny just did this the other day. So if Kenny is involved in a tragic accident where the defender game falls on him because he's so excited that he got the high score, uh, we will then harvest his organs because he took the time and I appreciate that. And someone else appreciates that um, to register that you Agree to donate all of your body parts. And let's be honest here. Um, you know, with the eight organs inside of Kenny's body that would save lives, the amount of skin on Kenny would pr- uh, probably be able to help all of the burn victims in the United States. Sorry. Registerme.org out of the uh, state of Michigan, G O L M, gift of life, Michigan.org within the state of Michigan. 
the asshole of the day today. Suggestion for the bunker snitch. Let's go over. Okay. Me on the roof. Bad idea. Soldiers of fortune. I'm going to pause right there. Those are your assholes of the day. These idiots go into Ukraine and fighting against the Russians. Thank you to TC Paintball and JM Synthetics for supporting the show by sponsoring the asshole of the day. Soldiers of fortune, you are the assholes of the day. Thank you. And I appreciate you for being part of this show and enjoying it. I'll be back later on with Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia. And then the Patreon bonus podcast. Until next time, thank you. I'm going to raid a show. Yesterday, I tried to raid the Bigot Bunker. And I was not successful because they weren't doing their show. How can anybody be turned on to John Gismongo and Boomer Bob's Bigot Bunker if you don't actually do a show? They're still not there. So that means the next time they do it, the usual uh, crowd of three will be there enjoying it. I can't help you if you're not trying to be helped. When do you even do this fucking show? I'm going to send you over to Mind Dog because I think he does a good show that nobody knows about. So you all have a good one. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.